Easy Natural English with Liam, an English listening podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I hope that you are well. If this is not your first time listening to the podcast, then you may have noticed that the intro was a little different than usual. And the reason is because I am changing the format of the podcast a little bit. So I've been doing this podcast for over two years, about two and a half years. And I thought that maybe it was time to make a bit of a change. Because if you've been a listener for a long time, then you will have noticed that I didn't even change the intro or the outro music for the last two and a half years. So finally, I thought it was time to change things a little bit. And for the last two and a half years, I have been talking about lots of different topics. But also a lot of things about myself or about my daily life or about things happening around me. So, what I'm going to be doing as we go forward into the future is I want to talk a little bit more about general topics and make episodes that are a bit longer. And kind of go into things a little bit more. So, I'll be doing a bit more research before the beginning of each episode. Just like before, I'll be speaking as naturally as possible. So, I still won't be using a script. If you've been listening for a while, you'll know that something I've always kept to is not using a script because I want my English to sound as natural as possible while still making it a little bit easier for English learners. So, going forward, I'm still not going to be using a script, but I am going to be doing a little bit more research on the topic that I'm going to be talking about and I'll make myself some bullet points so I remember what I want to talk about and, as I said, go into a little bit more detail. About these topics. So, I will keep my Patreon podcast the same, which is a bit more personal, but here on the regular podcast, I'm going to be, as I said, explaining things in a little bit more detail. So, just a moment ago, while preparing to record this episode, I was thinking a lot about what topic I should talk about for this first episode of a new style of podcast. And I was thinking about it for quite some time, came up with a few different ideas, but finally I decided that it might be good to talk a bit about the history of the English language. I think this is a topic I might have touched on before, but today I'm going to go into it in a little bit more detail because all of you listening to this podcast are learning English. So, it might be interesting for you to understand a little bit about where English came from, how it came to be the way it is today. And by understanding that, it also can give you some little clues about how words are made, about the origin of words, and about the origin of English grammar. And in some ways, I think that can make things a little bit easier to understand. So, without further ado, Let's get into today's episode.
So the history of the English language really began when three Germanic tribes went to the UK. And these Germanic tribes, as they were called, came from the area that is now Denmark and northern Germany. And that was in the 5th century AD, so well over 2,000 years ago. And the three tribes were called the Angles, the Saxons, and the Jutes. You may have heard the term Anglo-Saxon before to refer to the English language or the people of the UK. And these Angles and these Saxons, this is where the origin of that name comes from. But these Germanic tribes were not the first humans to arrive in the UK. Before them, there were the Celtic or Celtic speakers, but the Germanic tribes pushed those previous people into the areas that are now Wales, Scotland and Ireland. And those Germanic tribes that went into the UK, they spoke different languages, but they were all rather similar and often referred to as Anglo-Frisian languages. And those languages developed into what we now call Old English. What we refer to as Old English is the English that existed from the 5th century AD up until 1100 AD. And although English speakers today would not really be able to understand what people were saying back then, we do still have many words that were created at that time, words like be as in to be and words like strong and water and apparently about half of the words that we still use in english today can't come from that time after old english there's something that we call middle english and this existed between 1100 a.d up to 1500 and at the beginning of this period this is when uh, the French people from Normandy, or at the time were called Normans, these Normans came into the UK, or perhaps I should say they invaded the UK, and the most famous of these Normans is William the Conqueror, who actually built a castle in the city that I'm from, Norwich. So if you ever visit Norwich, you'll see a big castle in the centre of the city, and that is built by William the Conqueror. And the word conquer um, means something like to win, um, but especially after invading a place. So William the Conqueror, he got this name because he invaded the UK and he beat the British people at that time and he became the king of the UK, which is um, why he got this name William the Conqueror, because he conquered England. And these Normans, led by William the Conqueror, they brought with them a kind of French language. And there was an interesting period of English history during this time where you had the upper class people or the kind of rich ruling people who would be speaking this French language. It's not exactly the French that we know today, some kind of old French that was uh, more particular to the area of Normandy. They were speaking this kind of French language and the lower class people, the kind of native people to England who were now um, doing all the work for these ruling classes, they spoke this old version of English. And 
What happened towards the end of this time, during this period of Middle English, is English started to dominate, but because of this、um, influence by the Normans, a lot of these French words made their way into English. And even now in modern English, you'll see that there are many, many words that are the same between French and English. And something that's quite interesting about this is you might notice that、um, a lot of words to do with higher parts of society are from French. So, an interesting、uh, common example is with animals and with the names of meat. So, the people, these native English people that were being ruled, that were the poorer people, they tended to be the farmers that were looking after the animals. So, we use a lot of these old English words for the animals, like sheep and cow and pig. But the names of the meat tend to come from French. So, we use the word pork for the meat of a pig, and we use the word beef. For the meat of a cow, and these words are very close to the words that exist in French. And you also see this with some occupations. So, with jobs or occupations that you might think of as being a bit more intellectual or a bit more of a kind of educated job, they tend to have more French names like doctor or lawyer or solicitor, whereas words that are more everyday things like Baker or shoemaker, they tend to come from these original English languages. Then the next kind of English that we get to is early modern English, and this is the English from between 1500 to 1800, and this is when English starts to sound a bit more like the English that we speak today. And there was this famous event called the Great Vowel Shift. And vowels are sounds that come from A E I O U. And these vowels got shorter and shorter, according to the historians. And it's also when we started to get more written word. So there was more and more communication, not only in speaking, but also in writing. And this happened because this was around the time that people became able to print things, whereas before things were just written by hand and information could not be spread so easily. But once there was access to printers, it was、uh, much easier for people to spread the written word. And with this, rules about grammar and spelling became fixed.、Um, but what happened at the time is they. Took the dialect of London because during this time in the 1500s, 1600s, people all around the UK spoke very differently from each other. There are some stories that you can read from the past where people travelled, for example, from London to Cambridge, which now, in, with modern transport, is only a couple of hours away, even less. But these people would be speaking so differently that they had trouble understanding each other. And this just comes from in the past where people couldn't move around so easily, or they didn't want to move around so much. And with this, the effect was that people ended up speaking very differently from each other. So what happened was London, who were of course were in charge. That's where the government is,、um, was, and still is today. London said, "Okay, everyone, you're going to start spelling and using grammar the way we do." Um, but the problem is, some of the pronunciations from other parts of the country became more popular, 
And this is one of the reasons now that English spelling is very difficult. This is why we have strange spellings like, for example, knock, where we have a K at the beginning. Apparently, this is because the pronunciation in London at that time would have actually been knock. They actually pronounced that K at the beginning. So London said, okay, everyone, you have to spell it with a K. But the pronunciation from somewhere else in the country, with that example, I'm not sure where, these pronunciations from other parts of the country became more popular. And you now have this difference between the spelling and the way people say it. Sometimes you might also hear early modern English being referred to as Shakespearean English because, of course, you've all heard of Shakespeare, the very famous English writer who had a huge impact on the English language. It's actually quite interesting if you Google words invented by Shakespeare, you'll see that there are, I think, thousands of words that Shakespeare invented that he just made himself that we still use in English today. Most of them that he created, he did that by combining Latin or Greek or some of these old French words or some of these old, you know, English words, and he made new words. But if you search this, you'll see that he made many words that we still use today. And after this period, the English is what we call late modern English. And this is from the 1800s until the present day. And a huge shift happened around this time because it was the time of the Industrial Revolution. So many new devices, many new inventions, many new ideas were popping up and we needed many new words to explain these things. So the vocabulary of English absolutely exploded. And that is continuing to happen today because, as you know, we, with modern technology, can create new things. And also we have more time to sit around and think about things and philosophize. Of course, in the past, people were just very busy farming or just trying to survive. But now we have a lot more time to sit around and think about things and talk about things. And we're creating new words and new concepts new technologies all the time. So the vocabulary of English, just like all languages, continues to grow. Also around the 1800s is when England started to invade and colonize a lot of countries around the world. So there was also a lot more foreign words that started to come into English. And with the colonization of North America in 1600, there became now these two huge countries, well, the UK is not so big, but these two countries with big populations that were both speaking English and we started to get a bit of a separation between the two and that meant that you could get lots of new words or grammar uses that were appearing in a country outside of England. So that was a bit about the history of the English language. And that pretty much brings us up to today, to the modern English that I'm speaking to you right now. And these days, because of the influence of American media, American movies and TV shows, there is a little bit more focus on American English around the world than we saw before. There's a lot of people learning American English, but because of the history of the UK, as I mentioned earlier, the UK invaded and colonized many countries. There is still also a big influence from the UK and from Australia and New Zealand, where their English is also more similar to British English. 
But going into the future, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to English. Some linguists are predicting that English around the world will become a bit more like the English that we see in countries like Singapore or Malaysia, where people are using English as、um, more of a second language. There are a lot of native English speakers in those countries too, but there are a lot of people who are using English just as a way to communicate when they're out and about talking to people outside of their home. And that is what some linguists are predicting. The English will sound a bit more like it will have this、um, kind of different tone, and people will be merging it with some words from their own native languages as well. So that's the prediction of some linguists. But we will see what happens in the future. Perhaps America's influence will win overall, and perhaps American English will become the more dominant. Who knows? We'll just have to see. So that was the first episode of the new style of easy natural English with Liam. I hope you found this interesting. Hopefully, it will give you some different kind of vocabulary,、um, some different kind of grammar structures that I might not have used in previous episodes. And I'm hoping that after two and a half years of keeping kind of the same formula, that this might be a good change for you guys and might help you. To learn English in a different way, let me know what you think. You can always message me on YouTube through my Patreon or through my Instagram, and you can let me know what you think about these episodes. Thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see all of you back here next time. <music>